Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Mature Gamer Bits and PCs. Tonight I've got myself Beastie, um, the lovely Clarky, and the kind of humdrum, very sleepy, tired, grumpy Vimesy today. Hello. Oh. Sorry, Vimesy. That's all right. So you put your head down, fella. In fact, if I, if I, why not just get your stuff out of the way first? Oh, then I can go to bed. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're going to have an upbeat show today, you promised. Uh, uh, mm. Sorry. Brilliant. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, as this is a, even Clarky had to put an asterisk over his name because he has content, um, <laughs> <laughs> Clarky, take what? us away. All right, fair enough. Just chuck me in the deep end. Um, well... Continuing my four in February, I uh, and you ought to spoke about this. I've been playing Dead Space Three on the PC. I might add in uh, yeah, tagline the betrayal. The be- oh, sorry, Ramsey, but look, I waited six months. I'm worth it. Yeah, I suggested this to you ages ago, and you, you never brought it up. It's on my system. It's installed. That that means nothing. Means quite. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying this. I have played it through once on the Xbox. Um, um, like I was, seconds, yeah, eh? Absolutely. I was actually surprised how good the co-op on this is. It's just, it's not sort of just tacked on, throw another character into it. Is it? Is it? So it's not the same campaign then? It's the same campaign, but there are certain areas which are blocked off in the single-player campaign, uh, which you can access with a co-op partner. Um, the puzzles are changed around a little bit as well. Um, generally speaking, the single-player campaign, you'll you there's one section you go into a room and there's a uh, a puzzle where you have to sort out some boxes because they're bro- blocking the tramway you have to move them with these mechanical arms uh, in the single player you sort of get attacked straight away by whatever's in the room kill them all off and then obviously go and complete said puzzle at your own leisure uh, in the co-op version one of you enters the puzzle um and then at that point cannot exit the puzzle until it's finished. Um, I, I went into the puzzle first, uh, at, at which point we realised that necromorphs, which are the enemy of the game, started pouring out of the walls. And uh, Yoda had to fight them off while I was frantically trying to complete this uh, match two boxes together so they move out the fucking way puzzle. Uh, okay. Uh, which was hugely enjoyable because uh, it's sort of an over-the-shoulder view, so all I could kind of see was me, this puzzle in front of me and... Uh, Yoda shouting down the headset for me to hurry up and limbs flying everywhere, <laughs> which was which was hugely enjoyable, if not a little bit uh, detrimental to my concentration on said puzzle. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah. The, there are some nice little uh, nice little set pieces like that. There's uh, one we did the other night where you basically crash land your ship onto the planet which features in the third game. Uh, that was enjoyable because one of you flies the ship while the other one's blowing debris and space junk out of the way while you're effectively doing a kind of nose dive crash landing uh, and again that got very very vocal uh, with the order screaming shoot that fucking thing now I can't dodge it etc etc um, nice. so, yeah um, I am absolutely loving this and can't wait to carry on with it which I'll hopefully be doing over the next few nights and um, we'll uh, that will end one of my four in February I'm so glad I haven't done this. I'm so yeah. glad. <laughs> um, I don't think I've done it either. But we'll get to that. The second one is Killzone Shadowfall for the PS4. Uh, to be honest, I'd never even interested in this game. It was just the fact that 
I was out shopping and uh, <laughs> I saw this in CEX for 20 quid, pre-owned version of it. Um, bought it, looked at the back of the box and it had the usual uh, not for resale sticker on the back because it was obviously a game taken out of a yeah. PS4 bundle. Naughty, naughty. Uh, this is all right. Pretty basic. First person shooter. Graphics are very... I don't know, they're not show-stoppingly brilliant. They're just very... Uh, what's the word? Clean? Oh, I think they're stunning graphics. Yeah, they are, they there's are. There's a shitload of bloom going on there, but apart from that, it's just... Yeah, it, it, it just seems very... I don't know how to put it. Early next gen. You kind of get these fantastic looking games when a console comes out. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and at the back of them, while they look in themselves brilliant, you think they're going to get a hell of a lot better than this. Mm. Yeah, this, this, this is okay. Um, I mean, I chose this as one of my four in February because it will probably, at a pinch, take me another what, two hours to finish the campaign. Uh, Coming, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So obviously, uh, any recent first-person shooter doesn't have a single-player campaign any longer than what three, four hours. Um, I, I don't know. I have no idea what calls into us. I haven't played any of them ever before, and I have no intention of starting. Do I really need to explain the story? No. I insist, I insist you don't. don't. <laughs> I know loads of people. Were, there was loads of complaining that it took like ages for. Um, what was it for the game to get going because you didn't get to pick up a gun for 10 minutes i'm like wow but that's the really? story the beginning wow. of the story is you're escaping from kind of that the planet's been halved and you have to oh. move out from that the hellgars are taking over well, half well, the planet or something to, like that didn't we yeah so they the people who lived there had to evacuate and it's like that's the story that's the whole point of it is that you're helpless you haven't got a gun and you're running away it's got nothing you know it's like the beginning of far cry 3 when you're trying to escape you know, it, it's uh, oh, some people are mental. Yeah, it's yes, a, a, a little less intense than Far Cry 3's Escape Run, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. But bit, still. Think, what are you basically like, a ten-year-old kid? Um, yeah, I guess you must be a. Yeah, that was alright. It's okay. I only got to. Um, I only played a couple of hours of it. I've sent it off. I think Petro's got it now. Um, he'll send it back when he's done with it. Sure. I quite quite like the multiplayer of it. I know some people hate it, but I quite, actually quite like the multiplayer of it. Well, um, that's part, you know, part of the reason I picked this up, and then I come home, tell you excitedly I bought it, and you text me back saying that you sent it to Petro. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. brilliant. Thanks for that one, Vamsy. Mm-hmm, pleasure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, pretty pretty okay. Kills on nothing, uh, nothing to write home about. No. And then I picked up an iPad. I saw a C. How did that happen? Um, I, it's actually part of it's now part of my phone contract, but I got email. Uh, yeah, I got email quite a good deal. So you got suckered in by CRM. Uh, well, perhaps yes. <laughs> um, I have to say my reasons for buying this were appalling. I saw this offer and thought, well, I haven't got a tablet. You know, I've got a phone with a five-inch screen, but I haven't got a tablet. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I picked up an iPad mini retina. Uh, one of the main buying parts was for me was, isn't FTL coming out on it soon? Yeah. Yes. yes, it is. But um, okay. Yeah, and, and, her, and Hearthstone as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I picked this up. Oh, God, this is lovely. It is. They're very nice. It is. Have you got the uh, Have you got the mini or did you go for the air? I've got the air. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I've got the 4G version, obviously with it being on my mobile contract. Very lightweight, 
easy to use. Yeah. As uh, as is any Apple product. Um, are they you on commission as well as a contract? Absolutely. <laughs> They're dangling money behind me as I speak. Uh, my only gripe with it is the, the edges are a little sharp. Oh, oh see, on. I said that. Come on. I said that. When people, you. I went into... if, if you hold it, in a, like, I might hold it in one handed and, and I'll have my, my, you know, my pinky finger resting on the underside yeah. of it. Yeah. does hurt probably, after a no while. There's no fingertip there. Yeah, exactly. It's just gone purple. They are sharp, man. <sighs> you... The bevels on it is sharp. Wow. Look, can you can you hear it? I'm, I'm not a I'm, manual worker. I'm, I'm a, you know. I'm sewing my <laughs> desk in half with it now. I, I'm, I'm certainly I'm certainly not a manual worker <laughs> in any way. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't have hands of I'm not a proton. I don't have hands of toughened leather, you know? These are these are craftsmen's hands. These these work with software and keys. No, they're just Ponzi office worker hands are yeah, pretty hands a bit like man and probably beasties as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hands are, yeah. Hands like, like, like very liquid. Things. Absolutely. Very liquid but, softened. No, but I am very, very happy with this. Um get a bit of diamond sandpaper to it and just you know more around, the edge. around the edges a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'll have a unique product then, won't I? One uh-huh. of the kind. Sure. Just have to be careful I don't touch the screen. Uh, so yes, in keeping with new new said uh, toy, I purchased some games for it. Yes, I can see. Yeah, the first being the Wolf Among Us, Ooh. which you could have picked up on PC. Which I could have picked up on PC, but it does play very well on the iPad. Okay. I used to be a werewolf, you know, but I'm all right now. Oh my god! <laughs> what well, well, if that's the sort of quality we're expected well, to that's, now? That's that's almost worth just like bleeping out. That's like massively <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Uh, no, it's uh, it's every bit as good as everybody said it was. Uh, yes, I haven't played it yet. It, oh, that's your own fault. Isn't you it? you really do need to play it. It, it is. I know. It was, I'm just waiting for them to seriously. Like Excellent. I said in the last one, I'm waiting for them to somehow and commit to a regular pattern of release. Um, you know, because there was a big gap between episode one and two, and I don't yeah. want it to be the same gap between two and three. If they're going to keep gapping it like that, I'll wait till the whole five. No, no, that's fair. And if I was, how um, was the first part of Broken Sword gone, by the way? And yeah. uh, and that other one you purchased. Broken Age, is it something? No, Broken Sword, I finished. Finished Broken Sword, um, the, the first half of Broken Sword. And like I said, I'm waiting for part two. And it's now, like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which yes. is why, broken, uh, for, for things like Broken Age and Wolf Among Us, I'm just waiting. I'll just quite happily wait so I can play the whole thing in one go then. Oh, fair enough. Uh, have, no, you, have you just played episode one, Clarky? Uh, I'm playing through episode one at the moment. Okay. Um, the story very quickly sucked me in. I think it's very good. Yeah. Like I say, controls marvellously on the iPad and is very good with headphones on as well. Um, so I'm kind of glad I didn't pick it up on that because otherwise I would have probably not have picked it up on PC and picked it up on console. Oh. Uh, would be listening to it through my tinny TV speakers. Painful. I know, obviously. I disappoint you. You do. Um, Kingdom Rush. It's That's brilliant, good, isn't it? Oh, fantastic! So good, so that I think I played three levels and then bought the sequel as well. Yeah, it's a it's a cracking cracking series. One of my favourite. Um, uh, oh God, what are they called? <laughs> um, Tower defense games. That's it. Absolutely, it's it, 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 I sort of like FTL in that respect. It's one of those games you pick up and as soon as you put it down, three hours have elapsed. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah, definitely. This it's still it's still not the best tower defense game though. What is the best Tower of Events game? By the one that I always forget the name of, obviously. Is it Defen- Defence Grid, is it, that one? Yeah, Defence Grid. Is that Defence that... Grid is brilliant. I love Defence Grid with a passion. Is that That's that just... one you... 
talked me into looking at potentially buying on Steam. Probably. Oh, mm, don't know. That that could you'd have to narrow that down, mate. That could be almost that, any that, game that, that potentially def- told that, me to almost go and buy. Oh, well, yeah, of course. That tower defense game that's sort of played in a futuristic-y thing. Uh, Third-person suspe- perspective. No, 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 fool. All right, fair that's, enough. Um, that's the other one. That's that's the other thing. <laughs> Obviously, it, it is definitely the other one. The other one. It's definitely. That's, um, oh, sorry. That's uh, I want to say Super Sanctum. No, Sanctuary. Is that it? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. That was it. Was it? Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm happy with Kingdom Rush. Very yeah, nice. It uh, it's good. Very nice, clean-looking game. Um, defense. I do. I do like some of the little. Uh, extras that you get around the map that you can press on. I think uh, the the constipated banthers are a personal favourite. There's some quite amusing little things like that. Yeah, you're right. And and the Stargate as well. I'm trying to remember them now. I can't remember. It's been a while since I played the first one. Is that the sequel? I don't remember that being in the first one. No, I think it might be in the sequel. I don't remember that being in the first one. The first one was quite more basic than the sequel. Yeah. But yeah, there's, uh, there's a Stargate and you kind of click on it and it sort Jesus, of... Jesus, I played 27 hours of Defence Grid. Oh, Bugger me. Well I done. Played, I played over 50 hours of FTL. That's the spirit. Absolutely. That's weird. I was playing that the other night and uh, Sheepdog was playing at the same time. Um, I tried giving him some advice and he quickly died afterwards. Why can't you do like yeah. Arena FTL? That would be great. A what? You get your, well, you could Arena FTL. You could all like get your ships outfit them and then go into an arena and blow the crap out of each other. I'm not sure that'd work. That's right. Just just you know, pour water on it straight away. Don't worry about it. No, you're don't, right. Don't, don't think it through or actually you know consider it as a worthwhile idea. You just go ahead and you know pour school. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, if you plan something, I'll see what you've got. I'll back it if you put it on Kickstarter. Oh, that's not a bad idea. There we go. So yeah, Kingdom Rush. Um, one that's been getting lots of press, the uh, wait to play version of Dungeon Keeper. Yes, yeah. Uh, Why now, are you playing this? Um, but you gave it a five-star review as well, didn't you? No, I didn't give it a five-star review. No, I think it's disgraceful that you can't give it a one to four-star review. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's poor form, really. Now, now, so before I talk about this, I would like to say I do like The Simpsons Tapped Out. Um, this is mainly because it. You know, just like your coming out show or something. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know that there are in-game, in-app purchases on the Simpsons tapped out, but they're not really thrown in your face. Uh, you know, I accidentally click on them quite frequently, but that can be forgiven. Uh, of course, you do. Because well, the Sim- the Simpsons in itself, it's not really an overused franchise, so it was something nice and fresh when it came out. But why why they, why they had to sort of tear one of my favourite games of my childhood and whore it out is just beyond me. I mean, I downloaded this and played it simply for the fact that I could make some sort of decent comparison. I've played it for about two weeks, um, and I am convinced that the amount of progress I've made in two weeks, I could have probably have made in 45 minutes on the uh, original version of it. Is it that bad? It's um, it's 24 hours to mine out one block. I, I, I mean, I can't. I mean, I've, I, I, I've heard this, but it's I mean, that just seems so ridiculous. You, you gain access to, you've got like your gold mine, um, your 
you know, you stone, you know, where, you, where you mine your stone, you, you get quite easy access to two of those apiece. Um, there, there are then four others sort of dotted in the corners of the maps. Now, most of the map, I would say about, what, 75% is, is basically blocks that you can destroy. And I think they take about five or six seconds to do, for the imps to sort of mine through them. After that, you've got the next stage up of blocks, which I think take four hours to mine through. Right. And then you've got the extremely large blocks, which are conveniently completely blocking these four extra mines, which take 24 hours to uh, mine through. Or obviously mm-hmm. you can, uh, for a modest fee, you can uh, get straight through them. Yes, aren't they uh, kind? Yeah, it, it, they, they just, I don't think there's somebody put much thought into marketing this as well. The the Horned Reaper character, the, you know the Horned Reaper character? Yeah, the, Horny. Horny, yeah. Um, he has basically become, he's literally the personification of EA. Um, <laughs> he, he does, he, he, he almost brazenly tries to get you to spend money, which I think is appalling. Well, I'm, he's a devil. And this just, I mean, I mean, I know there's people out there who love these things, but it just brings to light how EA have ruined some of my favourite franchises. I mean, Dead Space 3, the series was canned after that because of inverted commas, poor sales, but they make no mention of the fact it was actually because they littered the game with microtransactions. Oh, you want that cool weapon over there? That'll be £5, please. Which really yep. fucked me off. And and the fact that they can release this perfectly working, you know, free-to-play game and then release something that I paid, what, 50 quid for in Battlefield 4 that doesn't even fucking work sort of really gets my back up. Mm. I mean, I was I was discussing this yeah. with Proton over Twitter, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm what, what are they going to play grass next? Are we going to get Desert Strike? Yep, you've used all your missiles up. That'll be six ninety nine to rearm. Yeah, it's it's definitely they're definitely playing the old school arcade game dirty tricks of some of the the crapper arcade games of kind yeah. of do you want to? Oh yeah, you could. Oh, if only if you had another ten p, you can keep playing. Like, oh, you're such bastards. Yeah, but it's like the Call of Styles game. It makes you think you're winning something, but you know, to to unlock the good stuff, you're going to be paying money. I think the most expensive item you can buy was seventy quid. Yeah, but that's quite common, isn't it? That's yeah, like, it's common. It is common, but that's yeah. the sixty nine ninety nine price point. Is I don't know why, but that seems to be you know nearly all games you can buy. Well, well, well remember quid. best value. That's true. <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, another part of my childhood now destroyed. Thank you, EA. Um, and final game I've played, very briefly, was Outlast. Oh, uh, yeah, I've um, I've added this to my, uh, my, my my general attempt of adding games to my from PlayStation Plus and not doing anything with them apart from adding them. Brilliant. I was tempted. I was so, so tempted. Oh, Ramsey, you won't to, play this game. Well, no, what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd stream it. but then That, thought, that was, that was my no idea. no whatsoever because I ain't got a camera, so you wouldn't be able to see my reaction. You'd just hear the wind. Yeah, that's a good trip. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I, I played this for 10 minutes when it was just sort of me in the house and the kids were upstairs asleep. I even turned the lights off. I played about, I, I played 10 minutes and thought, no, I'm not doing this. This is much too scary. What I did think though was, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll try and stream it, put a tweet out. Or another idea I had was uh, Mrs. Snap is always saying that she would, you know, she would like to get into other games, and I thought, why don't I stick her on this and then stream it? That would be good. Yeah. Are you sure those are the games she's on about though? Yeah. Hmm. yeah might be an idea. But yeah, that's about me. Yeah. 
It's a, a, an actual list of things. That an actual list of things, more than two bullet points, I might add. Yeah, good all work. Right, all right, all right. Rub it in. Seven, in fact. Well, mm. talking of uh, two bullet points and <laughs> lots of uh, background noise, um, Vimesy. Hello. Um, really crap week, really. <laughs> My yeah. four in February isn't going very well. Yeah, uh, yeah, so give, just give us a little bit of an update on the 4th of February. Yeah, do, do you want me to back this up with some sad violin music as well? Oh, jeez, I don't think you'll need to, to be honest. Go on. That's, that's more like a, oh, my God. An asthmatic tuba. <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with you. Um, no, I, okay, so um, Assassin's Creed 4. Um, I spent quite a bit of time playing this because it just seems to suit my mood at the moment. I'm just sort of roguing the ocean waves and stuff i'm really enjoying it apart from there are loads of bits that i'm not enjoying well like um, <sighs> yeah that that usually ruins it for you doesn't it really yeah it does <laughs> really enjoying it apart from the bits that really annoy me um so as as usual the control method is shit it really is um yeah the number see, of times see, i've jumped see, off hmm. ships or gone the wrong way bouncing off it's just it just it's... see this this is all harks back to my major problem with these kind of games generally ubisoft titles but it's the controls that just make me want to kill people because you're yeah, like oh, it's, it's just it's, so oh, infuriating you'd, you'd have thought they've done this game what is this the sixth or seventh real you know or eighth, it's quite a lot there's a lot but it's, it's a lot and yet the one thing they've never seemed to have changed they changed everything else, but they haven't changed the actual fucking basic mechanics of the movement, which yeah. are shite. It, it is an absolute pleasure when you board, try to board an enemy ship, run towards the rope, and you just jump straight through it and into the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst thing is, in, in some of the ships I'm attacking now, you've got to go to the top and, and take out the flag. <laughs> and oh, you get to the very, very top platform. You, you try and climb up to the top, and it just it just jumps for no other reason than... Well, there isn't any reason. And he just jumps off and into and just falls in between the ships and gets crushed and dies. And you're just thinking, they're thinking, that's bullshit. Or there are other things when, um, you know, there's there's a bit I've just done re- last night where I, I kind of take take my ship and I go into this lagoon, and it's coming up to a bit where there's um, there's going to be a mission. You know, there's a mission area, uh, and that's that's where I'm heading to. But just as I'm getting to that mission bit, I see a ship that's loaded down with wood. Now, for me, wood and metal are like that's. I will sink any ship that's got wood and metal on it because that's what I need to improve my my jackdaw, my boat. And you know, I take it down, and then I I go up to it to press circle to board it, and of course, pressing circle starts the fucking mission. And I, you know, I yeah, and and before that, I'd had things saying you may want to wait before starting this mission because your boat isn't up to scratch or whatever. So by pressing circle to board the ship that I was going to, you know, get on there take over and nick all its goods it just starts my mission goes into a cutscene. i've lost the boat that I've, that I've just sunk um and i've now started a mission which it tells me i shouldn't start because i'm not powerful enough to complete it and yet there's no way of me going back to before i press that circle button and plus you're in a cutscene. oh the cutscenes are great i like the cutscenes in oh. assassin's creed oh the the cutscenes in forum Brilliant. I really do. Well, I tell you oh, what, that, that right? shows how much the game must be really, really boring. <laughs> the yeah. if, if there's anyone out there who hasn't worked out the surprise twist to James Kidd by about ten minutes into this yeah. game, <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with you. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I'm not I'm saying no more about it because for those people who haven't yet worked out the surprise twist to James Kidd, <laughs> oh, have you got a treat in store for you? <laughs> but um, no, I'm about. It, it didn't even take ten minutes. I just took. I think the moment that character spoke, I just thought. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah, what's coming here. Yeah, yeah. I think you know the, the whole. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, you know, it's just so obvious. But um, the rest of the game is. I don't know what it. I'm finding it slightly frustrating with um, just the length of time it gets to do anything. So if I want to outfit my ship, the amount of materials I've got to collect is just absurd. It really is absurd. And I've heard some. Um, worrying things about towards the end game where you've got to go and sink some ships. Um, well, there are. I don't know if this is true or not, but there's like two, either Man of War or you know. <clears throat> there are legendary ships dotted around uh-huh. the map, which are kind of immensely powerful, and you, you, there's no point in going up against them until unless this, you've fully. This is, this is the thing. This is the thing that worries <clears throat> me slightly. Is I've heard that, and I don't like I said, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that you you have to kind of sink two of these ships, which means that you have to have your boat upgraded to a certain level and where i am the next stage for me to you know for me to get my armor um you know my hull armor or whatever to the next stage is gonna it's gonna take me fucking ages to get that far because it's it's an awful lot of materials it's in quite a lot of coin as well so um i'm hoping that doesn't prove to be a stumbling block because i don't mind if i'm just pootling around and i want to upgrade my ship that's great with stuff i found but i don't want it getting in the way of my story mission you know what i mean yeah i I did enjoy the whole sailing around them plundering the oceans part of it the, the the problem was boarding enemy ships got I, I you know if it hasn't got wood and it hasn't got metal i just sink the fuckers now i can't be bothered with that hole getting on there and 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 i still haven't quite worked out how to beat some of the the um you know you've got those guys that are, they're really the kind of the brutes i think they're called the guys with the axes yeah the big heavy sort of guys i just find it impossible to take them down i just keep hammering them and hammering them and hammering them and yeah that, them and my, yeah my basic attack on a boat usually consists of jump on kill well kill a few people with the cannon on your own boat first yeah yeah uh, jump on yeah someone will come up behind me and slash me and leave me with about what two percent health two percent health at which point, away. yeah at which point i'll run away onto the uh, the front of the ship and then yeah the prow right yeah up onto yeah, the, yeah yeah and right pick, up onto the spa yeah, and pick them off with my pistol or blow down and then just yeah just sit there and waste ammo shooting in and use berserk darts <laughs> which always backfire but there we go yeah so, yeah so, that's, that's pretty much what i end up doing yeah so what i do now is uh basically they just ram them so they sink in yeah you get rewards but they are a little less than if you actually so you get you get half you get if, you, if yeah. you sink them you only get half the stuff you would have gotten obviously you can't send any to your fleet so, um have you have you actually gotten to the part where the uh james kid reveal actually happens? yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I'm that, about halfway i'm about halfway through i'm up to i'm up to the siege of georgetown yeah um so I, i've kind of i've i've uh it, it's starting to become clear what's happening now. I've met Blackbeard and stuff, and we're teaming up with Blackbeard. And it's it, the story seems a little flaky. Yeah. Uh, Blackbeard delivers probably the best line in the game a little later on. Yeah, he's you know I, th- I do think they do they do really well with the characterization in Assassin's. Yeah. I can't you know I know VC you talk about the, the cutscene, but actually I think Assassin's Creed do tend to do cutscenes probably better than an awful lot they're, they're kind I of just, paced about right they don't tend to go on for too long the character is always quite good in a kind of pirates of the caribbean type style i just don't want them i guess this is this is the whole fundamentals of i want the game to tell me the story as i play the game rather than have to ha, in, basically have to have a preset story to basically justify the 
the kind of gameplay around it, if that makes sense. It just, it just oh, irritates me. If, if that was the case, you wouldn't have games like Uncharted. You wouldn't Correct. Have... I wouldn't play that either. Yeah. But those, those are some of my favourite games, those kind of matinee games. So yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy with that sort of yeah, thing. But, but, well, then, yeah, but then in Beastie's style of uh, game, you've got things like Half-Life 2. Reveal the story gradually as you go yeah, through. Yeah, it's brilliant. Portal 2 also excellent at doing that. Yeah, and then I just throw up everywhere every time I play it. But apart from that's because you're, you're a very special little girl. Mm. That's very true. Very true. With soft hands. Exactly. So I'll, I'll be buying your Oculus Rift off you very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised. He's sitting there with Oculus Rift. a sick bag. Yeah. Kind of tied to his it's ears. Flex of, well, I was, was going to say, you, you can knock a tenner off him for every piece of carrot and sweet corn I have to clean off it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't shitting on it. I'm peeking on it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, so that's Assassin's Creed. 4. I mean, I know it sounds like I'm being, I'm, I'm beating down on it, but the, the problem is, is that if I want to go across, you know, if I've got to go, there's one pit where I've got to go from, I can't even remember, what it is, I think it's Nassau town, or, or, or I think I'm going to Nassau, and I'm going from like the other side of the map. It took me so fucking long to get to the other side of the map because I kept getting distracted by boats who I then get into a fight with and then I get snuck up by another couple of boats or something would happen that was blatantly unfair where I'd throw myself off a boat or stab myself in my own head with a sword or something ridiculous yeah. you know and it just I'm it must have taken me two hours to do something that if I'd have just sailed in a straight line would yeah. have taken me about 10 minutes I mean I mean, I do enjoy this but I've, I've sort of can't forgive it at the same time for just missing out on one thing that would have made this immense and that's having <clears throat> having the uh, sort of the shipboard combat well the ship based combat in multiplayer yeah that would have been absolutely brilliant but I think um, I am quite enjoying. I think you were talking last time about the app. Yes. Um, that that seems to work quite well. And actually, I'm actually quite enjoying the. Um, I know it's a really crap mini game, and I don't know why I quite enjoy it. But it's the one with you, you know, Kenway's fleet or whatever it is. Yeah. Where you get to kind of put your, you know, the ships you've captured and, and get them to sort of take over the trade routes, and then you can go and send them off to go and earn your coin. Um, it's just annoying they can't go and earn your materials as well as coin, but there we go because that's, that seems to be the bit that holds me down, holds me back. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. So you know, there's there's not much more to say about. It. I'm about halfway through. I really do want to finish that one. I'm going to try and push on and, and finish that one this week. Yeah, but, apologies um, for the little interruption there, Lisa. Yeah, I, Lee, I did hear that. Yeah, Lisa <laughs> has finished doing next week's homework. That's a oh, that's good. Well done, Lisa. <laughs> She's a bit keen, isn't she? It's only Monday. It is yeah. Lisa. It is Lisa, so she's a bit keen. So I hear. And um, what else? Um, oh, Dark Souls. Yeah, that was not going so well. Now, what, uh, can I ask you a question? Why did you choose this game to play uh, for February? I mean, I think Stanley Parable. Perfect sense. This is the perfect. I think this is the perfect Vimesy game. Stanley Parable update. Haven't started it yet. Yeah, that's a fool's <laughs> errand. You should have done that first because you saw with a boost. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be doing that as soon as I finish um, Assassin's Creed. I'm going to hit up the Stanley Yeah, yeah it, it, it confused yeah. me a little bit. Why didn't you just sort of choose you four as Skyrim, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas? You've well, chosen some pretty big games there. Yeah. I have chosen it. Well, the, re- the reason is is because... Um, I, 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 you may have you may have sussed out that I'm, I'm slightly notorious for buying a game, playing it for three hours, if that, and then moving on to the next one. And yeah, sure. I'm, you know, apparently I have this reputation. Um, and these are games that you know, Assassin's Creed I bought on launch um, with um, my PS4, and I wanted to 
you know, I played it for a little bit and then just put it down because I got distracted because we were all playing Battlefield 4 and we were all playing FIFA and I just got completely distracted. And it, I knew it was, it's just going to sit on my pile for the next year if I don't actually make the effort to play it. So that was the reason why I did that. Um, Stanley Parable, because again, I love the demo, bought it on launch or just before launch or whatever. I haven't yet played it and that just seems like a real shame to me. Um, so I wanted to play that. Um, Dark Souls, because I've <laughs> I've had Dark Souls since launch. Um, actually, no, I've had it on about... So I had Demon Souls on PS3, obviously. I had, I had Dark Souls on three different platforms. I've played countless hours to it. Um, but I've never actually progressed that far through the game. I've only ever got about halfway through the game. And... Um, that just seems like a real shame. I just, you know, I want to be able to go and say, you know, this 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 game series, the, the Dark Souls, Demon Souls game series, I adore. I really love it. And it seems a bit weird to be saying I really love this. This is one of my favourite series of all time. If I've never actually finished the bloody thing, um, you know, I can go, I can go from, um, you know, the Firelink Shrine all the way up through to sort of, Oh, I don't know, going going into Blight through Blight Town. I can do that in my sleep, but I've never really got past that because by the time I get to that, something else has distracted me or I've moved on to something else. So um this was like, you know, a push to get me through and into, you know, forcing me to kind of just mainline it and, and get get to where I'll get to where I've got before and then try really hard to push through to the finish. If I don't make it, that's fine, but I'll hopefully have got further than I ever got before with it. So that's why I've chosen that. Um, but that's um, been on the back burner because obviously I, I, it's one of these, I find it really hard if I go from something like Dark Souls and then move to something like Assassin's Creed and then try and do both at the same, it's just going to get messy because I'll just forget stuff. So I've got to do one game at a time, otherwise it's just never going to work. So I've got to finish AC4 before I even try and go back to playing Dark Souls again. Um, so that's why. Um Arms is for you to finish your entire back catalogue of games. You'd somehow have to double your lifespan. I'd have mm. to probably win the lottery, never work again, and yes, double my lifespan, <laughs> probably. Um, but no, they, they, you know, it sounds a bit odd, but the, you know, the, the Souls games are just—they're really important to me. I really love them. Um, I love the, the 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 kind of it just feels like, especially the first one, um, Demon Souls. That's the first place you go to. It's just like. It was kind of it was like walking in like Tolkien's world. The first castle you went into it was the first time you kind of had. It was that feeling of of you know you're, you're literally walking through somewhere that could be real. That is, it was like playing Dungeons and Dragons, but without all the crap in the background where you're resorting to luck or you're resorting to my dice roll. My you know my stamina is higher than his strength. Or what, you know, it was just great. It was an awesome game. And then um, this one came out, and like I say, I've just tried. I've played it so many times never really got 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 finished it but i must have put about 50 60 hours into dark dark souls and never actually finished it so i thought it's about time i fucking did um uh, and then the last one i chose was an ios game called republic which is the one i kick-started um and it's brilliant it's really really good um i think it's uh i don't think i know this at all Okay, this this was a game that was, like I say, it was Kickstart, and I mentioned it on the, the, the cast, I think, last week or whenever it was I was on before that. Um, and it's a kind of Splinter Cell-esque stealth game. Um, you play, 
when you don't know what you play yet it's it's in five parts so there is a season pass to it and this is the company that they kickstarted it and then realized that actually it's an ios game and they hadn't worked out how to get oh all yeah their this, stuff this released part. on ios yeah, they can release on iOS, but they didn't know how to gift codes because there is no gift code processing yeah, no. in the you iOS. Oh, I read yeah. about it. Yeah. You mentioned this in last week's show. Yeah, I heard, yeah, yeah. so okay. they completely balls it up, basically. Um, so you know those people who um, those people who've been out there kind of uh, kickstarting it, like me. You know, I put ten dollars into, it and it's just like, well, uh, guys, when am I going to get this back? Um, but they've obviously they've obviously like refund everyone, so you just had to sort of send them through and say, oh, PayPal, 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 or whatever, um, and that they'll refund you your money and stuff. But what they did was they then put the season pass down to 99 pence for the day, so that if you had bought the game, that you could go and get. They they sent out a secret email to the backers to say it's going to be 99p, go and buy it. So obviously that went up on Reddit within about. 10 minutes of the video <laughs> yeah. going out yeah. and you know, God knows whatever else but anyway the game itself is really good it's um, so it kind of splits out you, you, you play this kind of observer is the best way of putting it I think at the moment you there's a, a kind of a cell a futuristic um, area where there's there's some cells you you are watching a young lady um probably about 16 years old called hope i'm interested carry on yeah yeah. okay stop there that's just too far on the virtual jailbait (laughs) clock you just want to be careful um and you're trying to help her escape from from this kind of she's been she's basically been found with uh, a text that she wasn't supposed to as in like a book or a uh you know some teachings that she wasn't supposed to have um, and has been marked down for uh, what sounds like a kind of brain wipe or kind of re, uh, I don't know what they call it in these these things now, a kind of remapping of the brain or whatever you want to call it. Um, so you you basically move from CCTV camera to CCTV camera to see the game world, the map, um, and you can help her and you guide her out of the maze, if you like, of this kind of prison um so for example the first thing you've got the cctv camera in her room and you can highlight objects for her to go and have a look at or you can open the door so that she can go out but obviously you don't want her to walk out there when the guard's passing by so you can go to the other cctv camera to take a look at the guard's patrol pattern and then when the guard's far enough away you can go back into the other cctv camera to tell her to move behind the crate so that and then you know and then you move her through and it's it's really, really good. Um, it's in, an incredible looking game for OS. I'm running this on an iPad 2, which I think is the lowest you can probably, probably yeah. run it on. If you're running it on the later hardware, it's obviously going to be a little bit smoother and a little bit faster to load and stuff, but it's absolutely fine. Um, the other good thing is if you get the season pass, you get the uh, you kind of get dev commentary with it. Um, and what that takes the place of is sometimes when you, you're looking at the screen and you, can, you move your camera about, you'll see the developer's icon on certain areas. And if you if you press on that, it it kind of loads a kind of uh, a mini dev commentary, just like a, a couple of minutes of dev speaking about what this part of the game is about, what they've designed, how they've designed and put the input into it and things like this. And there's loads of them. I think there's, there's you know, there's five, five episodes and I think there's going to be something like... Um, a hundred dev commentaries over the five, you know, so there's, there's, there's quite a lot 
spaced out around the world. Um, it's well worth picking up, um, and I'm really enjoying it. But I'm only about an hour into it, but just really, really enjoying it. So that's so, Republic. So, so I'll have that it, this does look very pretty. I'm hovering over the buy button. Buy it, mate. It's it's really it's honestly you won't regret it. It's it's a fantastic, fantastic game, and it's quite cheap. What is it on there at the moment, Clark? Uh, Two ninety nine. Yeah, two ninety nine. I don't know how much a season pass is. Um, but surely, but surely, Vamsi, I, I, I hate to do this to you, but surely you, you're not don't. playing a game that um, has got multiple episodes in it, and you're you're kind of playing before all of them come out there. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I know, I know, but I had to because I said it was going to be one of my four in February, so that's my excuse. Okay, well, that's that problem solved then. <laughs> so, out of my four in February, um, Assassin's Creed, I'm halfway through. Dark Souls I'm maybe about five hours into of what could be a 100-hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Stanley Parable. Um, Stanley Parable I haven't even started yet. And Republic I'm about an hour into. Um, and and that, that's about it. And then I've just today bought Jazz Punk as well. So um, D- Didn't this happen last February, Barnsley? I can't remember. I, I think it did. February. Uh, there's a 28-day there's a, there's a hole in my memory around February last year. I can't <laughs> yeah, I, I think you chose four games and then ended up buying other games. And <laughs> it's you, highly possible. Yeah, the, the, you just stopped speaking about the whole thing then. Uh, maybe, maybe. It's only week two. <laughs> <sighs> it's true. He's got. You've, you've got eighteen days to go. I've got eighteen days to go. <laughs> Actually, I've got three days leave coming up. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll you'll get seven eight hours into dark souls then <laughs> bastard <laughs> probably true sure, um, sure. but yeah that's 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 about all i've all i've been playing really it's it's been a bit of a, a weird one i have started i just want to put um a little bit else in there about um remote play vita on the ps4 is just brilliant I've been using it to play Assassin's Creed 4, and it's just it's just amazing. It, it does work very well for Assassin's uh, Creed. And that the 4. screen on that Vita looks so much better than my fucking HD telly. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, it's almost my preferred way to play it now. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just fantastic. So, little shout out for that as well. Oh, bless them, bless the old Vitas. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my lot. So take it away, Mr. Beastie. Okay, now I know Prashant been on the show for a few weeks, but I have been very busy and i have my gaming has been fairly shit. limited um shit no oh well yeah what well just doing here yeah but it's just okay we'll get to that in a minute um <laughs> now um i i don't know why you know when you kind of you don't look into a game at all you're just kind of perusing just happen to pop the store page of steam and you just see a game and you go this is oh. what i do three times a day <laughs> Have you not noticed? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and you kind of go, oh, that seems quite interesting. Um, and I picked up this game called, um, I guess it's Kami, I guess K-A-M-I. Um, and it's effectively a weird paper folding game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it starts off really nice. So basically you have uh, different um, coloured bits of paper and you have you have a pattern on the screen. The idea is that you've got a set number of goes to turn all the bits of paper into the same colour, whatever colour that may be. Um, so you'll kind of start off with um, like kind of uh, a pastel coloured paper and um, uh, red and blue or something like that. And then you have got to click the colour you want to use and then click on somewhere else. And everything 
of that colour that's all uh, linked yeah. together. All sort of un- I'm watching the video as you speak. Yeah, it's kind of it's like unwrapping. It's kind of hard to explain. And then it's quite nicely done, elegant. It's got all this very kind of Japanese kind of um, kind of gentle music as you play. Um, and it's just... I, it starts off really nice, and the first levels are quite easy to work out. What um, is that fucking noise? Yeah, it does sound like you've been attacked by a wasp. Um, the <laughs> what noise? I hear no noise. Oh, uh, the uh, so the as you kind of go through the first set of levels is pretty easy. Then it starts to get really, really quite complicated. I'm like, right, okay, so I've got four colors now. Oh, it should be fine. It should be fine. And I realized that really, unless you kind of are some kind of genius or destroy every single combination of things you can do, it, it becomes very hard to do it in the kind of what par is for it, or at least the okay um, level. It it gets and the fun kind of gets burnt out on it because I'm like, okay, well, this is now a case of me just having the battle of attrition with the game. Um, to work out what combination works and trying every single way to get there, and it kind of lost the magic a little bit. I, I quite enjoyed it, and it certainly would be a good um, uh, iOS device game. Uh, yeah, well, it's so. only three quid. I mean, it, it, you know, it, sure. I, I suppose it's just like one of those disposable games, for want of a better term. Yeah, just a no, chill out, relax game. Yeah, I guess, and that's probably why it picked up. But it's just kind of fancied a kind of quiet puzzle game. I was kind of a bit of a what shall I play next. And then to counterbalance that, um, a game popped up on as free to play on Steam, which I shouldn't have done really because I'm generally against free to play games on Steam because well, Steam absolutely rinse the people. Yeah, you mentioned make, this earlier. Yeah, Can you explain a little bit how this works. Oh, it's quite simple. Um, anything, any um, game on Steam, regardless of it being a free-to-play game or a, a subscription game or standard price game, Steam take 30%. That's it. Simple 30. As that. 30. That's just a flat rate thing, is it? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. So that's that's if you've got, like, so free-to-play, let's say Lord of the Rings Online went on free-to-play or something. Yep. So every time you, you sort of bought items from their store or something like that, you, they were 30% of that would go yeah. straight to Steam. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, which is a little bit cheeky, really, and especially some like small guys. And I do appreciate that it's oh, they've often the storefront, whatever else. But do you know what? It's thirty percent's a lot of money to take from these guys. Uh, you're like, mm. yeah. you're not really doing anything either to justify. Yeah, but it's, surely that I mean that's just like that's like when you go and sell your house and you stick it. You know, it's the shop. It's the it's the storefront, isn't it? It's the window. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, it's. But yeah, I see your point. That's it's something you should try and avoid if you can. So you have these smaller smaller companies. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I ended up um, checking out this game called Loadout. Um, yes. This looks like a Team Fortress Two clone. Mm. Lots of people have been playing this from what I've seen on my friend's list. Yeah, and funny enough, as I was as we're about to record, um, one of the chaps just said, Oh, do you want fancy joining for Float? I was like, I'm sorry. Um but I would say no, it's not a team for it it looks like it. Yes. It looks like a team fortress. It's very similar art style. Reminds me a little bit of um um a mix between Team Fortress Two and this is an old school game, um loaded on the PlayStation One. Oh Jesus, yeah, loaded and oh, reloaded. Yeah. Um, it's got a similar kind of... It's a mix between the two art styles. Um, 
it's more of an Unreal Tournament game in in many ways. It's very twitchy as shooters go compared to like Team Fortress Two. Um, it's you can it's sort of, how it works from the free to play sense is everything's kind of accessible. You, what you're paying for really is for boosts and to customize your character. Um, and the boost will benefit you leveling up and leveling up your skill trees, but also um, the gun. So as you use your gun, you can unlock other things, and you have three types of gun. You've got rocket, rifle, beam, and pulse, I think it is. And they have different types of characteristics, and then you can modify them quite dramatically. So you can add a Gatling thing to the beam gun with a pyro blast, and and then have a scope on it, and you can put something on to to improve stability while moving, and things. So you got additions you take. A lot of that stuff is kind of um, not necessarily a this is better than that one, but some not- notably think well, this is a better combination. It's kind of a lot about building your weapon. And then building a character, which is based upon these three guys. You've got this um, kind of big, bustly, kind of white guy, kind of triangle shapes, reverse triangle shape, kind of hero mm-hmm. style. Um, a uh, like a, a heavy. No, no, no. He's, no, he's more. He's more thin-waisted. He's kind of definitely oh, yeah. hyper, broad-shouldered, very thin. And then same for this kind of this black kind of ba Bracus looking guy. Um, and then you have this very massively overweight female character called Helga, um, which is quite amusing, as because you have embarrassingly over the top clothes of kind of Britney Spears kind of schoolgirl costumes and so forth for nice. us. Um, and you make your character and you just prance around this these standard environments, which are kind of standard uh, capture the flag, which I think is called Jackhammer, which I, I still don't like capture the flag matches isn't i hate them in fact they're horrible on every version they just ends up being the same not a big fan um you got one i think it's called harvest where you run around one of the guy you every person changes to be the harvester and that guy has to go around picking up these um uh, plutonium i think it's called that's with a b not a p um and you pick it up and throw it into these in various little kind of nets effectively, but they're kind of like mining um, uh, canisters, I guess. So you run around to see the idea is that you've got to protect your guy while killing their guys because it's basically racking up points the quickest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is quite good fun. Um, oh, what other modes are there? Oh, things like that, basically, is very similar to what you've seen in other um, kind of twitchy Unreal Tournament, Quake Days stuff. Um, and it's it's quite good fun. It's massively gory compared to a lot of games. Um, the minute I've been killed and I'm sitting there, my character screaming on the floor, holding his missing leg while blood spurts out Japanese manga style. <laughs> um, and what I quite like is the fact they've applied damage as you go. So if you've been attacked by somebody who, with a flamethrower, you can. I've, if I've got like ten health left, I can be completely charcoal all over my kind of raw eyeball shown, running around because I've just got a little bit of health, but I've been attacked by a kind of a pyroblast type thing. So it's quite. Right. It's got a quite nice little touch like that, and you can have legs missing and arms missing or bits of chunks missing of them um, if, as your health goes down, depending on when you hit and how you attacked, which I think is quite cool. Um, it's. It was quite good fun. I mean, I, I I really kind of I think it was last weekend I was playing it a fair bit. Um, but the problem is, it kind of led me just to play. Oh, it's just quite good, but it's not 
as good as Team Fortress 2, which I was playing lots of that instead. Um, it's kind of unfortunate. I can't think of any shooter that's going to replace that for me, apart from Team Fortress 3, maybe. Um, it's just a cracking game. Um, so Wild Loadout was good fun, and that's worth checking it out. And I probably will have some goes with some other guys, because it's quite fun to just go kind of um, try something new. It's it's no Team Fortress 2, unfortunately. So, yeah. But yeah, that's that's me. I haven't played much else, unfortunately. I've been a bit, a bit rubbish. I played a bit of FIFA, but nothing more to say on that, really. Um, yeah, sorry. Disappointing, I know. No, that's all right. I'm just glad I'm the one delivering the content for once. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. I'd like to give you, give you a moment in the sun. <laughs> for once is the uh, key yeah, part. Yeah, I'll be back to normal next week. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's move on to releases. So... Um, we added this in at the last minute because I didn't believe this was really anything special. But on the twelfth, we've got Far Cry Classic, which yes. appears to be some kind of HD version of Far Cry, the original Far Cry, not some other two made by somebody else or three, the recent departure from normal Far Cry. Um, oh, it's a bit of an odd time this come out. I mean, this well, the original game is what almost ten years old, I guess. Well, I th- I'm not sure. There seems to be an awful lot of like anniversary games and stuff like that. Um, you know, so you got Fable Anniversary and stuff like that. So maybe it's just part of that. I, I, I'm a bit confused. I, I think I'm not 100% sure, but I think this might have something to do with um, the fact that the Xbox and Xbox One never got Far Cry One because they got that kind of. Um, uh, did they not? No, they. I think they but got. It, do you mean the Xbox? They, by they Xbox got, One, do you mean the Xbox? Yeah, sorry, the original Xbox. Yeah. My bad. What do you mean, the actual um, Xbox One? No. <laughs> they, oh, don't. <laughs> um, they they got uh, they got something else. They got Far Cry, something else, um, like a, a cut down, either a cut down version or a, a very a kind of different. Is it something like Far Cry Missions or something? Oh like no, that. no, you're thinking Ca- right. Carry on speaking, and I'll have a look. Yeah, yeah you right. go Google that. Um, yeah. But it was it was something like that. But they they got that. They didn't ever get the original Far Cry. It was, yeah, something like and Far I, Cry Mercenaries or something. It was, it was definitely world, yeah. yeah. Like um, I, I can never remember it. But um, Instinct. Far that Cry was it. Far Instincts. Cry Instincts. Yeah, they they got that. And I know also that they're looking at doing um, the the Far Cry compilation, which is coming out, uh, which is going to be the Far Cry Classic HD'd up thing. Far Cry 2, Far Cry 3, and Blood Dragon. Then they're going to be releasing that as well. Um, I don't know when they're releasing. I think that's fairly soon. Um, so yeah, so they're looking at releasing that. So maybe this is maybe this is just to be part of that. So they're doing the bundle version and they're releasing Far Cry Classic as a kind of you know if you've got all the others here, you know you can buy now buy this one as well. Far Cry 1 was a great game until the aliens turned up. Oops, sorry, spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right though it was a very peculiar thing to do wasn't it was well, that for a 10 year old game but yeah. hey what the hell um, yeah so that's that's that one um, and the other one we've got coming out is a game called Loco Cycle um, which I've got no idea what this is but I've just had a quick look up and Edge have given it 2 out of 10 is this oh, the one that was brilliant. The one that was all over it was a PS4 launch title or something. was it? it's an Xbox One title as well but Xbox like. One launch title yeah, it uh, appears to be a a, a, a true pop. 
It was mad. No one ever knew quite what it was. Who were the developers of that? Because they were supposed to be fairly um, legit developers. Twi- twisted Pixel Games. Ah, okay. Weird. Yeah, I can't recommend you buy that one unless you're in it for the, well, for the laughs, really. Yeah, well, four, 48 Metacritic score. Ooh. Mm. I wonder how much Beavers is going to get when that comes out. What? <laughs> what zombie beavers? Zombie yeah, beavers. Zombie beavers. Zombie. Zombie. Is that what it's called? Sorry, Clarky made us all watch a um, a film trailer before. No, go cre- credit where it's due. This was actually picked up off Bounce's Twitter feed. Oh dear. Zombievers, if, if you if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And um, to be honest, I think at, at MGPX two, what we should do is rent a cinema and just get that <laughs> vid up on there. Yeah, that would be absolutely awesome. <laughs> Or do a double, if we, if we, a double bill along with Sharknado. Oh, dear. Well, if we, if we can't get an entire run-through of the entire series of Firefly followed by Serenity... Oh, oh my God. Just have to go for that. Well, oh, I'm, I'm going to move swiftly on to films, books, comments, etc. to save our souls. <laughs> um, and uh, blame Vimesy blame by going to Clarky. Uh, yeah. It kept going on about Castle... Um, which I'm sure he started originally watching for no other reason than it had Nathan Fillion in it. That's nothing wrong with Nathan Fillion. Uh, <laughs> his, his, little, his little man crush. Yeah, absolutely, it's more yeah. than a little man crush. After um, after Fringe ended, obviously we were looking for a new series to watch on Netflix, and uh, we were looking from Fringe to Castle. Well, yeah, I, I, I had a look, and I sort of said to uh, to Mrs. Snap, I said, "Oh, Castle, the uh, Vimesy's recommended that." And she went, "Okay, we'll give it a try," and she really likes it. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm a little. There's, there's some funny bits in it. The uh, I, I have to say, his flak jacket's amazing. Yeah, writer. With the writer, yeah, they all have FBI ones. He has writer written across the front. Oh, have you got series two yet? Uh, no, I was, we're still on series, series two, again. episode six. One of his best Firefly cameos in the in history. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I do. I do like the fact that they have. Uh, they actually have some genuine authors in the series as well. They do. Uh, no, uh, he plays poker with is it James Patterson? Yeah. And some other guy who's dead now, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's like a writer's cabal that play that play poker. Yeah. Doesn't appear much after series uh, two or three. But uh, I'm halfway <laughs> through series five. But um, oh well, fair enough. You're much further ahead than me. Yeah, it's it, it's it's watchable. I wouldn't say it's the best thing I've ever seen. No, no, it's yeah. not. It's it's that it's that TV when you don't really want to think and you just want something kind of warm and cuddly to watch you know what i mean it's just one of those sort of things you can turn on not have to think about but you for me it's just kind of it's a kind of comfort telly you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah and it's got nathan fillion in it yeah so something to cuddle up with her indoors with a watch <laughs> oh no she won't watch it i'm not letting her she, she, she'll try and oh right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is she not allowed to watch it no this is this is me and nathan's yeah. time don't look at him don't look at him <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, back back to iPad related stuff. Vimes's recommendation. I pick up the. Uh, <laughs> you are going to hate me for giving you this. Yeah, one. I am. Well, actually, no, I need. I'm, I'm only need your advice. I did pick up the Comicsology app and also the Dark Horse one as well. Yeah. And yep. uh, I also see from the running order that uh, Saga isn't actually an app but a comic series. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want, I want some recommendations. I mean, I've looked at a few of the freebies. I quite like the. Uh, the Goon Christmas special that was Goon's brilliant. I love the Goon. It was on, but I, I do really need some recommendations because obviously I don't want to uh, commit to a, a full series without it. If it's going to be, I mean, shat. There's 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 some really good stuff. Um, Saga is good. What time do we come on to in a bit? Um, 
Walking Dead, it can't really, it's certainly, it's certainly you can enjoy a lot, a lot from it. Invincible's very good as well. Mm. Um, I mentioned it before, which is about the uh, same writer as Walking Dead. Um, the Mystery Society is good. Mm. I like the Mystery Society. The Mystery Society is basically uh, two um, a kind of husband and wife couple who are multi-millionaires and they then have, um, they recruit kind of weird characters. It's a bit like, it feels a bit like kind of, uh, no, I was going to say Warehouse 13, but it's not at all actually thinking about it. It has that same kind of vibe, but the art style is very good. Um, and they have like a, a robot with Edgar Allan Poe's brain in it and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, it's good, it's good, good read. Um, there's loads. The problem with comics yeah. is there's so fucking many of them. Yeah, there are a lot. I mean, and because they, yeah, exactly. Out, you know, what did I buy the other week? Um, yeah, I bought the first in the in the new Serenity series, and it, you know it's thirty two page comic, and it comes out once a month. Yeah. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! I read that in three minutes. Yeah, you do tend to. That's that's the danger that you do kind of smash through them. But good stuff. Yeah. Um, Watchmen's definitely worth picking up, as well as um, V for Vendetta. It's kind of it's kind of fairly small but accessible um, story arcs. Um, Preacher and the Boys um, by. Um, uh, Garth Ennis are both excellent, yeah. excellent. What was that series. weird one you were talking about? Where they, uh, was it Chew? Chew, Chew's brilliant. Yeah, the the, the cheaper yeah. paths. Yeah, that's also. You they, want something a little bit more more mainstream? You've got um, things like the Sonya, uh, Red Sonya, uh, which you I couldn't find it for ages, so I worked out it's spelled with a J, not an I, in Sonya, because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but actually, some of the modern the modern Red Sonyas are really, really good. Um, definitely well worth it if, you, if you're into that kind of sword and sorcery fantasy type stuff uh, yeah the Red Sonja ones are really really good uh, I've got uh, volume one coming to me in the post as we speak actually yeah th- this is a problem because I've, you know I like comic books but I've never been a huge comic book type of person I'm just looking at some of the books on this this app and they just look so pretty when you look through them it's like oh Fred, I want that one and then oh no no that one looks better they're they really expensive it's really yeah. really easy to spend an awful lot of money yeah yeah. Oh, well, another one that's good if you want something a little bit more um, mainstream, but maybe not in the comic sense, is uh, the Star Trek, the new Star Trek ongoing uh, comics are brilliant. They're really, really good. Um, but again, it's just expensive, but they are, they are really good. They're like £3 an issue, I think. Um, and they kind of pick up with the new Star, Star Trek universe. Um uh, kind of the the young Star Trek. I don't know what you call it really, but um, but they're just they're just really good, um, proper proper good sort of Star Trek storylines. Yeah, and, uh, it's fun, fun, stuff. Really funny, funny you should mention Star Trek. So I was watching an episode of Voyager on the Sci-Fi Channel, and oh. I, I just took one look at it and just thought, Ugh, that hasn't aged. Well. Oh, you should, no! <laughs> wait till you watch the Next Generation. Oh yeah, yeah oh, Christ! Cool. I've watched I've watched some of those on US Netflix, and it's like. Ugh. Get off my TV. Yeah. Oh, the first episode was something funny. It was just literally, it was like watching, it was almost like it was filmed in somebody's basement or well, something. Well, yeah, it, it, every, every time I start one, it's like someone's hanging a, a cloth over my TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised they haven't made another series of Star Trek. I'm, I'm sure that now with the, the cheapness of special effects and so forth and how easy it is to do, I'm surprised they haven't uh, done anything. I, I, think, I think sci-fi's kind of out TV-wise at the moment. It's, you know the other series they should really bring back, don't you? Um, no. Five-five no. would be yeah. a one. Oh, it's, it's a TV show. I'm not aware of it. Have you not heard of it? No. 
careful. The last person so, I didn't heard, I bought I, the box set. For yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I did. I did actually watch something which I didn't add to the list as well on the subject of that was uh, something called I think it was virtue virtuality or something like that. It was uh, yeah, virtuality. It was uh, it was on Netflix. It was basically a uh, it was basically pilot for a sci-fi TV series that didn't get picked up. So it was basically <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was basically wow, an hour. That must have been really fucking awful. It, it was actually There's nothing else on Netflix, mate. Well, you know, John was slating me for watching the uh, the, the Snowy one, which I actually maintained was my mother. Uh, she does have my Netflix log on and watches some tap films. Dear. Snowy one. No, it, it, <laughs> this uh, yeah, the uh, this Snowy. So have Arctic. you read any comics yet on this thing? I, I've read some of the free samples on it. Like I said, I've read the Goon one and a couple of others. Which the Goon is great. Yeah. I love the Goon. It's really, really I, good. I am actually having a look into the Star Trek stuff. So the problem I've got with The Walking Dead is uh, I I did buy, or I, have, I do own, I think it's the first, the first seven, yeah, the first seven volumes of it, actually the hard copies of them. And I, I am something of a completist, and I know if I start, well, then, if I start downloading these, I'll probably end up buying them all again. No, the I can of... appreciate that. I can. I, then I would recommend trying something like Invincible because um, you don't haven't done that. And it's a, it's the same same chap Kirkman, the same same guy did Walking Dead, and it's. I think the tone of that you'll kind of get to like, and it's the story for that. I've I, I enjoyed it so much that I kind of made a role playing game from it. That's how much I found the story that compelling. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely give that a go. Hmm. I'm I'm just doing a search for it now. I'll have a look at yeah, it. Yeah, Dark Horse and, and Comics Hold, you can just kiss your money goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I mean, I, I just remember when I first sort of downloaded, I think I was getting the Star Trek, again, the ongoing ones, and I was reading them at night in bed, and it was just like, do you want to read the next one? Yeah, I do. Click. Yeah. You know, yeah, bye. You know, the, the, the thing is, you sat in bed. Right, I, I've put Invincible into the search now, and it comes up Invincible Universe, Invincible. Invincible, invincible again. Just, yeah. just invincible. Invincible uh, Universe is a um, spin-off. So I take it I go for the one with the most issues on then. Yes, brilliant. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll give that a try. I think I'll buy an issue of that if it's yeah. done by Kirkman. It can't be. Oh, and if you haven't, it's... Saga obviously. Yeah, Saga's of course, fantastic. Of course. Saga's new as well. So yeah, well, shall we? On that note, should we go to Saga then? Why not? Go on then. What, um, and miss out on more of my Netflix tat? Oh, very well. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm a cruel master, Clarky. A cruel, cruel master. You see. Oh dear. Um, I don't know what to say about Saga. I've I've had Volume One for a while, not really got around to reading it, and then picked it up the other night and was absolutely gobsmacked. I was just hooked. It was just probably one of the best comics I've ever read. Um, oh, I don't think I've ever. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I I just but. It didn't. I, I know. I know what. I know. I can how I can gauge it that we didn't put it right up there for me was the fact that I'm happy to wait for the second volume to come out rather than if I'm really into a series and I've read the start reading the volumes and there's other uh, issues I've stopped buying the issues as well. Uh, right. No, I mean I've got I've got the um, volume two pre-ordered already. Um, that that should be winging its way. Oh no, actually, fucking, it's sitting upstairs. What I'm talking about. Um, it came yesterday. Uh, what's the other one I've got pre-order I've got the Tomb Raider one pre-order I think I can't remember fuck it I've got so many things on pre-order mm. um, and it's no it's just it's just brilliant it's um, the story of two war, you know two warring it's, it's a planet and it's moon uh, with two races one on the moon one on the, on the planet they have a war this war spills over into the entire galaxy it's ongoing and it's the story of 
two parents. Well, it's a story of the uh, one one from each race, uh, and they breed, and it's kind of the story of their child, the, kind of their child. And it actually starts the first, the very first scene is the birth of this child, and the whole of volume one. You know, the child is only what three days old by the time volume one ends. Mm, yeah, um, like that. And it's it's just it's it's built the world up really well. I'm I'm incredibly interested in the the law which is something that is unusual for me i normally don't give a toss about kind of the backgrounds of things and, and stuff i just want to get on with the story uh, actually i'm quite interested in kind of right, how wh- these things happen. Wh- where's this one then which comic saga book? i don't know where you'd find it probably Every, everything everything in comicsology i have not found anything on the other apps that aren't covered in comicsology to be honest but um uh, uh, the other characters like the the, the, the bounty hunters um, yeah, just, the, 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 the bounty hunter guy is probably my favourite character of the, the series. The, the king, uh, what's it called? The, the some some bloody weird guys. With oh, the, TV, t- the TV, the TV faced people. Yeah, the, the robots are just very, um, some very peculiar characters. It's a strange, strange. Beast. It was, you it, you it, can it, imagine it, this never if this ever said, "Oh, let's make this into a TV show," it would never just, make it past oh, the pilot. It would it'd be no. like no way. Well, it's just what's because what, it took you know it took me a couple of pages to kind of get used to the fact that these are these are effectively humanoids with televisions on their heads. Um, yeah, I, this is not selling it to anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. But please, um, <laughs> just bear with me. Oh, go, the, go the, this is the best thing about comics, is The uh, first issues are generally free, so I've downloaded both of those. So we've got Invincible and Saga to look at. Yeah, there you go. Saga's, Saga's fantastic. I'm, I'm I'm truly truly in love with that, and I'm just waiting for. Like I said, the new one. The, the, I've got, uh, I think, Red Sonja on on pre-order, and I've got uh, Tomb Raider winging its way to me, um, hopefully soon. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's all I've done, really. I have to say, looking at the cover of Saga, this guy looks like uh, Malcolm Reynolds with horns. <clears throat> There's some slight resemblance. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did watch one other thing, um, which had my entire office in hysterics this morning. All right. Uh, so we had, uh, this is going to sound bad, but I had um, eight girls under the age of 25 rolling around in absolute hysterics. Um, that doesn't sell me at all well. I made them watch the trailer for the Lego movie. Ah, yes. We are in fucking bits. Absolutely brilliant. I can't wait for this film now. I'm I'm truly, truly excited for it, which is just bizarre. Um, well, um, did you see the uh, around in the office the um, ITV advert break that they reworked all the adverts into Lego? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I haven't actually it's seen. It's really, it. really. I thought this this is a really good advertising um, trick. Just kind of basically remember the the Vinnie Jones staying alive kind of yep. um, resuscitation that redo that in Lego. Um, the one of the BT adverts for that that. Oh, the guy who they make super dweeby um, with his girlfriend and bad internet connection. And oh, God, else. him. We met that. And then another one I wasn't too familiar with. But I just thought it was really, really clever. And I'll have to YouTube cool. that. Yeah. That sounds cool. Right. Does that leave it to me? Yes, it's you and your list of endlessness. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 will, um, I, I will be brief. So as... I've been away traveling. It did mean I got, got to pack in bajillions of films on the plane. Okay. Um, and I have to say that I was very, very pleased to find out that they've l- loosened all the rules on um, uh, what you can 
do um, during takeoff and landing, so you can actually use your iPad and stuff rather than sit there with, as you say, reading comic books, and you've got to turn your iPad off because you're yeah. landing for some reason. Um, but yeah, they loosened the rules up on that, so it was really quite surreal. Being able to... uh, they, they certainly have loosened the rules when it comes to flying. Um, my my boss went to America on business a uh, about a month ago and uh, managed to inadvertently carry a Stanley knife through two security checkpoints. Jesus Christ! Inadvertently. Uh, well, he he sort of packed his laptop bag up. He sort of looked at his Harvey's vest and thought, "Yeah, I'm going to need that while I'm away." Picked it up, and his uh, his Stanley knife was in there, and he shoved it in the bag. The fact was, he emptied his bag out at the checkpoint. This was uh, this was at Heathrow. Um, <laughs> took everything out: his laptop, his thing. The knife obviously fell out of his uh, fell out of his Harvey's vest and back into the laptop bag, which he then shoved through the security <laughs> X-ray scanner, and it went through wow, no problem. They oh, they people must have been rubbish. But if he'd had it well, in a tube of toothpaste, he'd have been sussed. Well, the be- the best thing is he complained about it when he actually he actually emailed them and complained. Look, I managed to get this through security at Heathrow and uh, Toronto Airport as well, and uh, the the response he got was absolutely incredible. The person said, "We're very sorry about this. We'll have a word with the team involved." Brilliant. Right. Well, that there. Well, I feel mm. safe. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. It's I'm all never a, flying again. It's all an illusion of security anyway, don't worry. Oh, brilliant. Oh, great. So it's even worse than I thought. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. For, thanks for chewing. A- anyway, BC, sorry for butting. Oh, that's right. That's right. So kind of settled into the plane, um, long flight. Um, I thought, right, brilliant. So that's what's on the films. I was hoping that Thor 2 had been available, but it wasn't because I missed it in the cinema, so I was a bit, bit disappointed. Um, but, yeah, first film I packed in was Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa. Um, it's quite good. It was quite good fun. It didn't feel quite as surreal as when I used to kind of stumble across to on BBC Two, Alan Partridge on a kind of a whatever Tuesday night where it was on. I was like, "What the hell is this? This is so weird." Um, it, it felt a bit sane. Maybe I've become more insane, so it's less um, less seemingly so. But it was yeah, it's quite good fun. Worth worth checking out. I'm kind of glad I didn't, didn't go to the cinema to see it, but. It's uh, it was fairly um, worth a watch. Um, then I went for a mix up a bit. Went for a, a Elysium. Um, hey. I did nod off. I'll be honest. This is the oh. only film in the set that I nod <laughs> off in is Elysium. The the bad guy's amazing in oh, that. I don't care. Oh, it was awesome. It was. It it, it did it did it had a very kind of um, kind of the time machine mechanic of uh. Um, this kind of two-tier society. I, I couldn't really work out the whole thing about these. It all seemed to be linked to these magical um, fixie m- medic bay things. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, either they're massively energy inefficient, so that's why they're using it. Like, because obviously the... the uh, who, I don't care if I'm spoiling it. Um, <gasps> the... Obviously, got the, the horrible, poor people on the, on Earth have got their their bad looked after. No one cares about them. But these magical machines on this Elysium um, kind of halo like ring in space, <laughs> they have these magical health pods. And I'm like, well, I'm sure that if they could do it without it being massively expensive or the resources being too too bad, they would just do it for the entire planet. Um, 
so I can't believe that it's just a simple case of oh it's fine oh don't worry we'll send them down later at the end, at the end, toward the end of the film and they can they can help the entire planet I'm like yeah because. I'm sure that's going to work. Isn't but, it? But, but that wouldn't have worked as a film, would it? You know, Matt Damon gets sick, he goes to the med bay. The end. Well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's kind of just how it was. It was. Um, what's worrying me is that this is meant to be better than Oblivion, so Oblivion must be really rubbish. Uh, Oblivion. I'd say Oblivion is probably about the same par as Elysium. It is nice to look at, though. It's very. Okay. Yeah, that's something. Very pretty. Um, then to mix up again, I thought I don't know why I watched this really, but I went for it. Um, We're the Millers, um, which it sounds is, like a John film. Uh, yeah, probably I'd say so. It's reminded me very much of Horrible Bosses, to be honest. And Jennifer Aniston and the other guy who I don't know his name, but he appears to be in these comedies quite a lot. Um, Jennifer Aniston isn't a guy. No, and a guy who appears to be in all these comedies, including Horrible Bosses. I don't know his name. Um, J- J- Jason Bateman, something like that. I, pff, no idea. I've just seen him around. He's pissing me his comedies. Um, <laughs> You're really invested in these films. I can <laughs> well, come on. I mean, I was sick on a plane. I, I was the, the flight time was like 11 hours. So I was just like, I'm just, I'm just upset you weren't taking notes for the show. You know? <laughs> no, I was sitting there drinking. Synopsis of the I was, plot. I was the sitting there. highlighted. I was sitting there drinking wine and beer, watching films. <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> Ed Helms. That's it. The spectacle guy out of the dentist out of uh, Hangover. Um, I can't remember. Maybe. Maybe. And the Hangover two and the Hangover three. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? It's meh. It's not bad. It's not good particularly. Um, so that, then I went. I went riskier films that I'd avoided because the reviews were quite bad and the trailer was for this particular film, World War Z, where the trailer was just so bad. <laughs> I thought, wow, this is a zombie film. It's got they put money in everything. I should be really want for this. But the trailer of those stupid zombies climbing over each other up the walls, like, what the hell is this? This is ridiculous. So I ignored this. Um, I watched it, and it was not terrible. Um, this is World War Z, isn't it? This, World, World, World War yeah. Z, yes. The, the only problem I have with this film is you can literally see the moment where the new writer took over the movie. It's possible. I mean, I was slightly confused. Not if you've had lots of wine. Yeah. Ironically, it is the uh, aeroplane sequence where the uh, entire back half of the film was... Well, that, that brings me on to an interesting point. Now, the problem is, when you watch these films on a plane... Um, and you have a scene where bad things happen on a plane. <laughs> um, I have no issue. I am in, in no way afraid of flying. I've done a skydive in the past. I have no issues with that kind of thing. But I have issues when they edit it out. <laughs> so, oh, they didn't. No. <laughs> so you're kind of sitting there, and you could hear murmurs. Obviously, somebody's turned into these kind of speed zombies on the on the plane. And then... <laughs> a second later, Brad, switches to the plane on the ground. Brad Pitt escaping out of the wreckage of the plane. Oh no! <laughs> oh, um, quite, it was quite a good scene. So I so I presume something happened. Uh, <laughs> did you uh, did you spot uh, Jack from Lost in it? Uh, yes, I think I did actually. Yeah, I did. Who was he? Wasn't one of the guys on? Well, where are they? Um, as, it, as they did travel, was it one of the guys in Korea? No, he was actually the guy that picks him up in the helicopter um, off the roof near the start of the film. 
I oh, missed that then completely. I didn't get him at all, and I thought you, one of the guys that well, was in. The, the, yeah, the, this was a problem with the film that the, what we saw in the end greatly differs from what was originally envisaged. I mean, he's he had quite a substantial role in it. And ah, I see. It, in, in the end, what what we end up getting to see is a sort of blink and you miss it cameo from him. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I I, I completely lost because it's quite obviously it's quite dark. I'm watching it on a plane on a tiny screen. <laughs> Some of the magic gets lost, to be honest. Um, <laughs> now this took this this took me on to um, my last film, which I didn't get to see all of because even though I was still watching it while we were landing, that's how awesome things have changed. It was great. Um, a film that I completely ignored got reviewed terribly, absolutely awfully was um, the Lone Ranger. Um, and it's quite a long film. There's no, it's from two hours, 20 minutes, whatever. Um, so I got about an hour and probably about halfway through probably, um, on the flight. Did you asleep? No, 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 no. I landed. Oh. So I had to, oh. <laughs> I had to stop. Um, then I enjoyed it so much that first half I thought, oh yeah, the missus is going to love this as well. So I kind of got a copy when I got back and we sat down and watched it. Both really loved it. I, I thought this yeah. was really good fun. Really good fun. Um, it's ridiculous and silly, um, but the humour's really, really well done. It's it, it's just what you imagine a kind of modern-day Lone Ranger kind of film to be, if that makes sense. It's kind of cheesy and daft. Um, it, it is a kind of Western version of um, a Pirates of the Caribbean, that makes sense it's kind of got a similar kind of tone to it than that but it's it appears to be getting a very very black and white kind of uh love hate uh response to it to it but i thought it was really good fun i really recommend it for something fun and silly and the stunts are daft and uh, i mean i i think when we chuckle when you've got tonto and um the lone ranger lone ranger, lone ranger they're faced with two armed combatants in front of them and uh um, the Lone Ranger goes, Tonto goes, I haven't fired a gun for, for seven years. And he goes, probably best not say that. Um, and um, he ends up kind of firing firing his, his revolver. Um, it kind of bounces off multiple things, um, <laughs> kind of hits a, hit, uh. hit, hits a, the kind of the, the cockerel on the top of the barn and comes back and hits a, um, a rope, which is holding a delicately placed bit of timber above the two combatants, which crushes their skulls. Um, and then kind of Tonto goes, great shot. And um, Lone Ranger goes, I didn't mean to. It was meant to be a warning shot. Then he goes, oh, in that case, terrible shot. And it's that kind of daft human. I just, it was <laughs> I like, the oldens of the goodens. Yeah, know. this sounds like I'm actually enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. Um, but yeah, so that kind of packed in. On the way back, because it was a night flight, I tried to do, do less films. I'm just trying to get some sleep, which was futile. Um, but it gave me a chance to watch um, Rush, which I thought was quite good. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, I had a lot of fuss about it. Um, it was quite nice. I, I kind of couldn't help but think of um, Senna as the film, um, which is, I'd say, con- considerably better. Um, but okay. it's kind of a documentary as it, as it goes. And all my colleagues actually... Didn't watch Rush, but he watched a film. I think it's called The One, which is a Senna-style documentary over the two drivers in Rush. And he said that was spectacular. So that was really, really good. So it might be worth checking out that instead. Um, I thought say it wasn't bad. I mean, people got really hyped over. I'm sure it must have been great in the cinema. Um, but yeah, it 
it I I didn't know because while I'm a mature gamer, I'm not mature enough to remember these guys in the 70s. Um, so I didn't really know the story at all. I was like, so are these real guys? Or is this just the story? Because the story is quite, does feel a little bit far-fetched, if that makes sense. It's kind of feel like those kind of hero stories you see. Um, but yeah, it's um, definitely worth um, worth checking out. But yeah, it's, it's no Lone Ranger. That's for certain. Mm. Yeah. So, That's promising because I was going to completely ignore the Lone Ranger because the Lone Ranger looked to me just like another Wild Wild West. So I'm, uh, oh. I'm, I'm quietly pleased that that's uh, got a good review from someone. I shall go and check it out. Yeah, no, it's good fun. Good fun. Um, should, we, should we wrap up and go into the news? Yarp. Yarp. Yeah, we, we do apologise for this, but it did have to get a mention, didn't it? It did. Um, so, and it's not limited to um, the Mature Game of Forum, I'd say, the... So, Flappy Bird. Um, you can't call it Saga, because King have probably claimed it. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But yes, Flappy Bird. So, this is... Fucking this stupid. Very peculiar kind of... All you do is tap this bird <laughs> along. It's stupid, is what it is. I only saw the video about two seconds before we came on tonight. And it's stupid. It's, it's a bit like the swimming levels in... Um, Super Mario, except this is a bird you're trying to keep Strange you between the pipes. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of got these very Mario-esque pipes and it's kind of a very um, uh, Super Mario world, I guess, maybe Super Mario 3 um, style to it. Um, but you basically tap the button to stop the bird from dropping, so you're kind of flapping, tapping to keep it flapping, and you have to avoid the pipes as you go. Very simplistic. Reminds it's me very much of... Well, it reminds me of a very old school game. It's like a Atari 2600 game. I love how Beast is actually just grabbing how to play the game. Like. Well, no, because people people won't people haven't had a chance to play. It. <laughs> They'll never get a chance to play because they've taken it off the store. So don't yeah. worry, you can go and buy a phone off eBay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. So yeah, this guy we don't know whether or not. I mean, Clark had said before um, we started recording that um, he thought maybe Nintendo would threaten something, but this guy Dong. And Guyan, I think his name is, um, I guess he's Korean. Um, he's Vietnamese. He's Vietnamese, okay. Sure. He apparently is, was earning $50,000 a day in advertising revenue from this, which is just, <laughs> that shows you how much has been played. It's just kind of eye-watering. Stupid. Apparently he's had enough, and he kind of said, I'm going to take this down the store soon, I think. Then I'm taking it down tomorrow. Uh, I'm taking it down now. Um, and so, yes, it's no longer on the store, so you can't get it unless you do some kind of weird Android cheaty um, APK type things. Yeah, so if, if anybody's interested, I have a iPad Mini with Retina display with Flappy Bird installed. That, uh, uh, you I, downloaded it. I, I did, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, you know, I co-host a gaming podcast. It would be remiss of me not, not to try a game. it. It's a sin. <laughs> like Dungeon Keeper. Mm. There we go. You've, you've, sometimes you've got to take, you've got to kind of be in it just so you can comment on how bad it's going to be. One for the team. Is a it? bit like watching RoboCop at the cinema. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I'll leave it there. Oh. <laughs> oh, was it that bad? No, I haven't seen it yet, but oh man, I'm going to rip that to shreds, I can tell. Um, but yeah, so. That, that one you'll take notes for, you bet. Fucking, uh, brilliant. <laughs> um, the <laughs> So yeah, the guy's taking it down, but now people are selling uh, iPhones with it installed <laughs> already for six to $1,500, I think they're going mm-hmm. for on eBay. 
people are deranged. <laughs> they really are. I, don't, I find it scary, absolutely scary, that people... Uh, but yeah, so I'll be interested to see what happens to this, and I'll be I'll be intrigued if Nintendo have got their paws or their lawyers at least out there. Well, it's just a bit odd because there's lots of you know. He made it sound when he was tweeting out that he was he was taking it down because he couldn't take the abuse that he was getting off Twitter, and you know there, there were. I read some of the tweets that he was getting sent, and it's fucking horrible. Oh really? Way, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People like you know, um, you, you know, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. This game is is really my yeah. life. I'm yeah. gonna I'll find you. you. I'm gonna murder you, and I'm gonna rape your children and stuff. And you're just wow. like, this, what? But then I just think, don't use Twitter. Yeah, you know, that's or, kind. Or delete your that, account. Yeah, oh. that's kind of my view. I think if I was getting fifty thousand dollars a day, I like would happily delete my my Twitter. Yeah, to yeah. Um, Bring in the money, man. Bring yeah, in the money. That that's generally my. I mean, that's obviously a sideline, but that's generally my whole thing with people going about. Um, oh, she was being really bullied on Facebook. Well, just either stop going on Facebook or just unfriend those people i i find it i find it really odd i'm like well you do realize you have a choice it's not i mean you're acting like you're trapped but you're not just leave i mean there's tools to ignore people and so forth but yeah i i i can appreciate maybe he was overwhelmed haven't you beastie i haven't i've kept it going um i'm still don't see i still find it really hard to tell what's going on (laughs) um there's still lots of information kind of I find my phone app more useful than the Twitter uh, browser page. Oh, I never used oh to yeah, I, it's, I it's always use. Phone. Yeah, I always use on phone or oh, iPad. <laughs> oh yes, indeed. Because um, I get notifications on my phone. I'm like, oh yeah. I, I look at my page. I'm like, I never have known that was there. Never have known that that happened. Um, so it's a bit odd. But, but anyway, let's move on to. Uh, Windows 8.1 Update 1, oh, elegantly titled there from Microsoft. Um, now, everyone pretty much knows I have a particular hatred for Windows 8. Um, it hasn't escaped on notice. And, <laughs> and um, it, it's, it appears that generally everyone else hates it as well. Whether people can try to justify it or not, I think that they have massively impacted sales for um, Microsoft and they are trying to do things about it. Um, and 8.1 update one, which was originally called 8.2, but they couldn't call it 8.2 because 8.2 is now what threshold, which is actually Windows 9. Um, very cunningly set up there for Microsoft with a very confusing system in place. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. Well... <laughs> <laughs> the, the long, the long, the long and short of it is the this they is turned the, Windows eight point one into Windows seven. Well, no, they're stepping it towards Windows nine, which uh-huh. is kind of what we wanted Windows eight to be. Well, a lot of people wanted Windows eight to be, be most definitely included, was to allow you to boot in straight to your desktop. That's now in there, so you can go straight. I'm saying that this is in the in the thing. This is in the in the March update. Um, so rather than getting forced to the Metro, whatever they call it, interface, the tiled interface, um, you get to go to the desktop like, a, like oh, yes, thank you for that little treat. Um, they're, yeah, they're eventually kind of easing in more and more things that make it a bit more palatable. And it does seem that the move with Windows 9, which is expected kind of this time next year, will have 
they might do the same thing and divide the systems into a tablet version and a version for desktops. My God, in why a, has no one thought of this before? I know, it's it's a cunning move from them. I mean, I, 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 it was inspired. I mean, if only somebody had told them during Windows 8 oh. beta phases that this <laughs> might have been a preference. Well, this must Go be, and check out every other yeah, the, the, This must be exciting news for the nine people who own a Windows tablet. Oh, yeah. Says the new to the iPad range. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's now under, he's now under a different umbrella. Um, oh, but this is all kind of interesting as the um, Bill Gates is now getting back as being involved. It sounds like in a kind of a uh, Steve Jobs esque kind of step back to Microsoft. So it looks like he's Steve back Jobs involved. Is back? That's the result. <laughs> no. <laughs> See how that's going to work out. Well, Zom- <laughs> <jobs>. zombie jobs. <laughs> God rest his soul. That sounds like some kind of horrible, sick prostitute game. Um, oh, well, you, you brought it up. Um, yeah, Beast has just trademarked it. Yeah, um, but yeah, <laughs> beyond just after zombie beavers. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Get I'm. To the point. <laughs> no, there's no point. There's dying. no point. You keep talking. No, it's just intriguing to see what's going to happen with this um, multiple updates. But hopefully, fingers crossed, that Windows 9 will be, as we expected, like Windows 7. Everyone likes it. And it has all the nice bells and whistles in the background of Windows 8, but none of the crappy tablet interface on a desktop machine interface that no one likes. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to take it to you now, now, Fimesy, with your lovely um, game update. (laughs) Oh, Game Chronic. Do you like what I did with that? I do. Game Chronic. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah. Uh, So this is is Game have decided that um, they're going to relaunch. Well, they they have relaunched. Two of their stores um, are now being relaunched under the brand Gametronics, Mm. um, which is going to – they're trying to take on um, CEX, Mm. uh, selling pre-owned games, but not just pre-owned games. It's also selling hardware, software, you know, Laptops, tablets, whatever you want, really. So, uh, so the question is, um, and this is probably the question that we're all thinking: Are they just moving these GameTronic stores into the old GameStation stores they well, used to have? Isn't it, isn't it just GameStation? Is that what GameStation used to do? Yeah, kind yeah, of do that. It's just kind of. I, I don't understand what Game are doing, but also, you know, you probably walk in there and be able to walk out with a copy of FIFA for. 20 quid more than you can buy in Amazon anyway so it's yeah. oh, no 20 quid more than you can buy in a normal game store yeah probably yeah. probably I don't, they're, 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 so they 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 put these out so they they they're saying that this is going to make um I'm not really sure how they understand because one of the quotes from the game spokesman says this makes purchasing new releases digital content and in particular the next gen consoles even more affordable so how are you going to purchase the digital content from a Gametronic store? I just don't really understand. Oh, because they, they sell them on cards. Yeah, Steam cards. Oh, God. But that's not pre-owned shit. No, they, 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 re- anyway. they really do push those games as well. I was quite pissed off the last time I went into game because uh, it, my, my daughter wanted Luigi's Mansion 2 for a 3DS and I sort of said, have you got any copies of this? And then he sort of walked us through the store and uh, I saw you know, boxes and boxes of the uh, sort of the, the solid real real world copy of this game and he took us straight to the fucking voucher things. Yeah, here it is, look. Which is basically a credit card with the sort of, sort of a payment, a prepayment yeah. card with Luigi's Mansion 2 mm. on the front. I just thought, you've, 
fucking arseholes. So I was went, yeah, I'm guessing what they're doing though is because you're going back to the, you can sell your, I don't know, your old iPad one and put it, get game credits and you could buy, <laughs> buy these kind of, um, kind of good revenue earner, low shelf space kind of cards. Mm. Um, and then digitally do it at home, or you could just do it at home in the first place. Yeah, and sell I mean, your iPad on eBay. Yeah, to, to, to be fair to them, their uh, store was opened by a rather ill-looking master chief. <laughs> he does look a bit fucking anemic. <laughs> I mean, he looks I'm, like he's dressed in a bin bag with a BMX helmet on. <laughs> I, have not, I have not seen this. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Click on the link. Oh, oh really? God, it's, yeah. it's it's bad. Click on but, the um, link. And they've also opened this store right next to CEX, so it's kind of like okay. Uh, but in the window, they've kind of got iPads and they've got DSs and 2DSs. And because and, um, I've even noticed in my game in Bath, they've got like a, a, one of those kind of glass cabinets in the window with, with tablets and phones. It just makes it look cheap. It just makes it look like one of those um, they, those kind of pop up phone shops. Yeah, you know, and I mean, selling really and, yeah, exactly. cases and stuff. Yeah, it just makes it look crap. Well, it's, it look, you know, they're not doing the brand any favors by making it look cheap and nasty. It's kind of the opposite to what Apple stores do, isn't it? Really, it's yeah. It, it, it does yeah. feel like none of these stores have learned anything. We all can bitch what they want, but those stores are usually very um, big. They're overstaffed. They've got tons of people in them all the time. They've got all the bits of things not nailed down to the to the, to the, to the table like yeah, an old the, phone the, stores. The, they're just they're just starting to look like a, a posher version of Smack Generator. Smack Generator? No, what are you talking about? What is this nonsense? No, it's what we call cash. The local cash generator. Cash oh, I see. Right, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. No, obviously not a stab there at the sort of people that go in. No, no, indeed. no. Of course not. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they're not. They're, I, I agree. They're, they're really putting themselves in a kind of that kind of Z-list celebrity store. Well, I just, but I just don't understand what this what this is trying to achieve. Gametronics. I mean, it's not like that's that's that stock. Those electrical stock is going to take up any space in their normal game stores. They've just shut down loads of stores in order to, you know, bring their business back under control. And now they're, you know, within a, you know, a year later, is it that they're trying to launch another new brand it just well what's even worse from that is and it's i mean it's a standard bugbear particularly as we're a a pc focused show is the fact that you can't get any cocking pc games yet they still have the effort oh no you can get you can get you can get pc games oh yes game will sell you 20 year old pc games for the price of a standard release yeah they usually they're usually in a uh some sort of bin or a shelf that's Mm -hmm. right at the back of the store or a prepaid card for Steam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sold it to me. That's for certain. That is definitely <laughs> for certain. Right. Well, I think I think that's a lot. And I think we've made oh. up for the kind of lackluster short shows that you guys are packed in. The forty-eight, the 48 minute one that was out a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that, that, that that show was concise and worked very well. It was it was a trial of. Uh, Sort of doing this via webcam. I'm, I'm sure there was like a second part to that that you've just lost. It'll be forever known as the lost episode. Eighty-one. It, it, there, there was. It was probably the greatest thing ever put to podcasting. But alas, probably, absolutely, you'll, you'll never hear it. Oh wow! I, I think we've had several of those shows, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're in that kind of uh, that post next gen next gen consoles have been released and now there's nothing on them to play sort of uh, area, aren't we? Yeah. We're a PC podcast, Clarky. When's that ever stopped us? <clears throat> True. 
Okay. I'm going to spare our souls and say, um, if you wish to follow us for any reason or whatsoever, um, you've got... <laughs> Go on, sell it. Go on. <laughs> Facebook Mature Gamer Podcast. Um, uh, MGPBits at MatureGamerPodcast.com is our email address. Um, on Twitter, you have the lovely MGP Bits, and you have... Vimesy, Vimesy seventy four. Yeah, Vimesy seventy four. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at Clarky Snap, and I'm still um, enduring a beastie tweet, um, and so forth. And something about reviews! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! On iTunes, please. That's always good. I haven't checked recently, actually, because we, we need to well, do I mean, something with that. Actually, we need to get some kind of EA thing in store. Where you can only leave five star reviews. <laughs> well, to be fair, we, we tend to get five star reviews. We just don't get enough reviews. Yeah, but a... my mum's running out of accounts. Uh, that's true. That is yeah, true. I, I, I think to be perfectly fair, I've spotted about three which are uh, names I've seen brought on news in the past as well. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> Professional on street to the corners, end. dark street corners down at the docks. <laughs> Well, thank you both, and um, we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.